This show brought to you by Circle of Seven Productions, www.cosproductions.com. Please be sure to subscribe and welcome to our circle. Hey everybody, this is Patricia W. Fisher with Readers Entertainment Radio, and I'm talking to you on a Sunday, which is a little bit different, but... You know, people are busy, and weekends tend to uh, give us a little bit more time to speak. Um, Happy Women's History Month. And I don't know if you are reading new books or learning about women in history, but there's a lot of them. So um, if you have a specific book you think I should check out, please don't hesitate to give me a shout at Patricia at PatriciaWFisher.com. I would love to hear suggestions for women's history, women history, women of history. And then it's also colorectal cancer awareness month. And of course, if anybody's listened before, they always know I have, I'm always encouraging people to watch out for their own health and wellness. And this one's a little bit more personal because I do have a friend who passed away from um, colon cancer. She was in her early forties and uh, it just seems awful that this happened. Um, but it's one of those things that was just not caught early. Uh, and that's, that's a tough one. So be sure, and if you have risks of, um, don't get much exercise. You have a diet low in fruits and vegetables, a low fiber and a high fat diet. Um, and then you eat a lot of processed foods, a lot of processed meats. Um, please make sure that if you're over 40 to get checked for colon cancer, it's Truly, I've had colonoscopies. It is like the worst part is the prep. You just take a nap for the rest of it. So it's really a simple, simple procedure. Stressful? Yes, because you don't know what you're going to find, but finding things early is far better than not. Um, And I am super excited because I have discovered a brand new author to me, and I'm always looking for amazing authors. But this author I found on TikTok, and she has the most amazing book boyfriend. And so I... Was finally got the nerve to email her and ask her if she would come talk to me. And she is, so I'm super excited. So today, Elise Kelly is a true Southern girl reading and writing books, asking you to love her. Her books are extra steamy, contemporary romances, all with a happily ever after and no cliffhangers. They're short, muddy, and tastefully trashy. If you over, if you love overprotective, sexy alpha book boyfriends who make you swoon and reach for your favorite bookmark, then you've come to the right place. When she's not writing books or doing bookish things, she's probably listening to music, designing so many stickers, adding to her spectacular band t-shirt collection, or learning how to do something new like arm knitting because she's neurodivergent. And yes, she really does know how to knit with her arms, which I know we'll be discussing. She writes panty-melting romance with happily ever afters. So if you want to get the lowdown on all that, get on her newsletter list, and you can get a free novella to start your collection of Elise Kelly books if you don't already have them all. And you can find Elise on TikTok, Amazon, Goodreads, Instagram, Facebook, BookBub, and Twitter. Welcome to the show, Elise Kelly. How are you, my dear? Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. I, you know, I have been following you for a while, and I finally got the nerve. I was telling my daughter, I was like, I just really want to talk to her. <laughs> Which is crazy to be like, people want to talk to me? <laughs> no, I just think everybody's so busy, you know, and I just, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things we doubt ourselves, and I don't know if it's a, a female thing or if it's, I don't know what it is, but I'm super excited. So um, I am excited, and you're right, life is busy, and 
we have all kinds of crazy things. Like I didn't go to bed until um, 6 a.m. this morning. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. Yes, I am. I'm editing. But that's that's normal. That's a normal thing. (laughs) Man, I I hear it. I hear that. Um, I'm in the throes of editing now. And and it's almost like you have to say, okay, you have to walk away from this because it's never going to be absolutely perfectly positively polished. But if it's just really amazing, then you got to just accept the fact of your brilliance and step aside so, so other people can actually read it. <laughs> yes, yes. I am. So this one, I am in the first round, and then I got to get it to my editor tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And she's returning a book to me. So th- why I do this to myself, I don't know. Why I make my schedule so tight sometimes. Um, but we're, we're taking a break after this one. I, I, this is what I said. I've been publishing like crazy for the last several months, but we're taking a break. Yeah. So where did you get started with writing romance novels and, and just saying, okay, not only just writing them, but actually going through the process of publishing? I mean, what was that catalyst? Um, <laughs> so you, you heard the part about me being neurodivergent. Um, and yes. that is so true because I am very <laughs> neurodivergent and so my brain really won't turn off it, it just doesn't ah. and it goes constantly and I I have to be doing something um, I don't have to be moving but my brain needs something and right so I only read my first romance novel back in 2019 I'd never read romance okay. before and um, the reason I had had read a romance book was um, I was playing way too much Candy Crush um, Ah, because I do a lot of puzzles (laughs) to get my brain to like, I have a really busy day job, but then when I come home, my brain is still going and I need it to do some mindless stuff. So I I was doing a lot of Candy Crush and I was like, you know, I've already gotten to like level 8,000. Like I I should do something else. So um, I'm a natural speed reader. And um, I can actually read probably two or three books in a day, like full-length wow. novels. Um, it's, <laughs> my brain I'm totally jealous of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I decided, okay, why don't we try to read? Why don't we I, – I love reading, um, which that hasn't always been the case, but it's like I like reading. Um, so I, I had the Kindle app on my phone. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to let Kindle pick a book for me. And I literally, oh, wow. I'm not even kidding. I literally closed my eyes and just kept like swiping up <laughs> until, wow. and I just like stopped. And I was like, huh, it, this is, okay, J.T. Geisinger, I don't know her. What is, what is this? So I read the book. I'm like, oh, it's a romance book. Huh, I don't know anything about romance. In my head, I'm thinking of the books my mom had, like, on her bookshelf, like the Fabio oh, cover, sure. you know. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know. But, the like, the cover was awesome. And the, I'm like, this sounds good. Okay, well, well, we'll try it. And I read it, and I loved it. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I got time today. I'll read another one mm-hmm. and another one. And within, like, I think eight days I had read her entire catalog of books. Oh, wow. And so then I, I thought I really liked her books. And I just, you know, being a good Southern girl, we do thank you notes. <laughs> um, but, you yes, know, this we is do. Also, right? We do thank you notes to people. That's what you do here. 
Um, mm-hmm. But I thought, I don't, I don't know her address, of course, so I'm going to send her an email, a thank you email. And just saying, you know, I really enjoyed your books. I think they're excellent, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I sent her an email telling her that. And <laughs> I said, I was like, I read all your books in like the last week. Do you have any more? And wow. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> I was like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> like, wow. I'm sure she okay. thought I was some kind of crazy person back then. We have, we since have talked a lot. And she's wonderful. She's wonderful. Um, but uh, she was like, no, no, I don't. Um, but she's like, while you're waiting for the next book, because it's going to be a while, <laughs> um, yeah. she's like, why don't you try this author? You might like her book. So I was like, oh, okay, great. So then I went on to another author and another one and another one. Yeah. And from the end of May, basically June of 19 to um, June of 20, I read almost a thousand books. Wow. And yeah, like <laughs> I, it was crazy. I read like a thousand books and, um, and I, it's funny cause it, it's still on my phone. I, when I read an author, I put their name on a list if I like their books. And so I still have this list of all the authors that I have read. And that way when they come out with a new book, I can keep track of who would coming out with a new book. But I just thought it was a nice thing to do when I got done with reading someone's catalog to send them a little note of how much I enjoyed their book. And right. it was Nicole Snow. I have a theory about Nicole Snow. We'll, we'll get back to that. Um, <laughs> but I, I emailed Nicole Snow and I said, um, you know, I loved your book. She included, so I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee, and in her okay. books, in, she, she mentioned Knoxville. And so I had asked her about it, and she's like, oh, yeah, you know, I traveled there as a kid, you know, to the mountains, the Smoky Mountains and stuff. And I was like, well, that's great. And um, she's like, do you, do you review books on Amazon? Because all the things you're telling me in, in this email are wonderful, and it would actually help me sell books if you would share your thoughts with other people. And I was like, oh, right. I, I did not know this is a thing. I had no clue. Um. So I was like, okay, I could do that. So I started putting reviews for all the books that I was reading on Amazon. Right. And other authors, I guess, would see me leaving reviews for their books and Mm -hmm. started reaching out to me and asking me if I would um, join their street team and their art team. I was like, what is this? What is an art team? I don't know what that is. Yeah. And um, they would tell me about, you know, it's like, oh, you get this advanced copy. We'll send it to you before the book releases. And you just give us your, like you're doing now, you just give us your, you know, honest feedback about the book and um, just post it on Amazon. I was like, oh, okay, I can do that. And they were asked, like, well, do you have like a blog or a bookstagram? And I feel so naive. I'm like, what's that? (laughs) I had no clue. (laughs) I was so clueless because I'm not – I really don't like social media. I am an introvert. I, uh, I'm an ambivert, really, but I'm an introvert. So social media is not my favorite thing just because I'm like, oh, people can see me. Like, don't look at me. <laughs> right, right. I didn't hide. So they were like, well, no, you got to get a, a bookstagram and you just put your reviews there. And I'm like, oh, okay. But let's go back to being neurodivergent where I'm like, oh, something new. Let's do that. Yeah. So 
because that's how my crazy ADHD brain works. Like, oh, this is a new a new challenge. Yes, I will do it. Um, I hear so you. Mm-hmm. Then I created, right. So I created this bookstagram called Confessions of a Reader, and I thought, well, who want, who cares about that? Nobody cares. Um, but that's okay. I was posting the reviews because you know. For me, if I can help these people who were writing these awesome books, I'm going to do yeah. that. So I, I posted on Amazon like I, you know, and I, I started doing this bookstagram. Within three months, and I'll, I'll never forget it because I was sitting in Texas Roadhouse having dinner um, with my, my family, and I hit 10,000 followers. Wow. And I just thought, holy crap, within like three months. I'm like, wow, like why? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> and I was like, what? I don't understand what's happening. What is happening? How is this happening? Like, why do people want to know what I, what? They want to know what I think about these right. books, um, which was crazy to me. It was insane. I just, I could not, I still can't to this day wrap my head around that. Um but it was just getting so big, and before I knew it, I was on 27 art teams. Oh, wow. And, yeah, that's uh, a lot. I had It was a lot. I had a separate planner just so I could keep up with all the arcs that I was getting and the due dates and the postings and the reviews. And But I also have a day job. I am a director at a hospital, so I have a busy day job. Yeah, for sure. Um, but um, but I'm like, okay, so I remember um, I'm doing all this stuff, and I was sitting at lunch at work um, because I always make a point to have lunch with my team every day. And mm-hmm. um, I remember my boss was saying, he was like, you know, you're doing all this reading, and you're, you're, it's great, and people are loving it, because um, I think she was even following my, my bookstagram. Uh, oh, wow, book recommendations. <laughs> And she had said, um, she's like, why don't you try writing a book? I'm like, what? Yeah. What? I, I don't know anything <laughs> about writing books. What are you talking about? Um, and she's like, no, you communicate very well. I was like, yeah, I write good emails. <laughs> sure. I mean, this is the whole book. But I, cause we had talked, um, and I, you know, out of all the books that I had read, I mean, over a thousand books, and so many amazing books and wonderful authors who I adore. The one thing that really caught my attention is the lack of diversity. And not yes, just ma'am. like the race and ethnicity, but all the female characters were the same. Like, yeah, they all looked the same. They all had like the same job. They had the same person. I mean, it was all the same. And I wanted mm-hmm. to see more types of characters. And I was telling right. my boss that, and she was like, so write them. I'm like, uh, what? What now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I thought, again, back to that neurodivergent brain, this is a challenge. I accept. <laughs> yeah. Game um, on. <laughs> right? I'm like, I could do this. Okay. If you, okay, we're, we're doing it. I don't know what I'm doing, but we're going to do it. Um, and so also part of my personality, I am an Ingram five, which we are researchers like nobody's business. If there is something to be looked up, I'm going to look it up. And so I did, I'm like, okay, I'm going to figure out how to do this. 
and I did, and I wrote this book, and I'm like, now what do I do? And I thought, you know what? I'm going to send it to one of my favorite authors who I just adore and I think um, has just inspired me with her characters and because um, I love MC books. I love MC mm-hmm. books. And so I sent it to Jordan Marie. And mm-hmm. she's, she has a whole series, several series of motorcycle club books that I adore. And um, this, the book I wrote was not MC. Why? I, I, I only chose to send it to her because I just love her. But um, it's a small town romance. It's the sweet spot. It's my first book. And so I sent it to her. And she replied back. I, I didn't think she'd even read the email. Like, I, 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 just, right. I, I didn't think she would reply. And she did. And she's like, this is great. So we're going to publish it. I'm like, what? Who? Who is we? What's <laughs> happening? Like, who, I, what is happening? I don't understand what's happening right now. She's like, no, I'm, I'm, just give me a minute. Give me like a day and I'll, I'll have a cover and we're, you're going to publish it. What? Like, I didn't know anything. Right. This is now 2020 and um, like the summer of 2020. I, I, I didn't know anything. And she's like, yeah, you're going to self-publish it on Amazon. I'm going to send you some instructions. Like, instructions? What do you mean? <laughs> like, right? And she's like, yep, nope, it's super easy. You're going to do this. And she did. She sent back a cover for me. And, um, and like, she's like, here, just read all this and watch these couple of videos and you're all set. I'm like, what? What do you mean I'm all set? I'm not all set. I don't know what's happening. And it Man. literally felt like I blinked my eyes. And um, so I'm like, okay, I can do this. Again, another right. challenge. I can do this. We can do it. Okay. Okay, we're going to do it. So I did all the things that she said, and I published a sweet spot. And I, like, I, I, I remember hitting the button, and I'm like, oh, okay, I published the book. Okay, it's out there. No one's going to read it. Right. People read mm-hmm. it. <laughs> they did. Yeah, they sure did. I was like, oh, my God, people are reading the book. Oh, my God, what's happening? People are reading it. Oh my God, they're reading it. They're reading it. They're writing reviews. Oh my God, like I'm like freaking out. Um, like, well, what do I do now? And she's like, you sell the book. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, and I'm so glad that I had done the bookstagram and worked with these. So I knew kind of what a campaign should look like to market your book and all those things that was so helpful, but it was just kind of crazy. And then right. Jordan had other things to do. So she like, She's like, okay, well, good luck to you. Bye. <laughs> like, what do you mean, bye? Where are you sure, going? sure. What? Yeah. Wh- where? Where are you going? And you know, she <laughs> she went on and and was you know she had other books to release and things. So here I am, just hanging out. And people are like, hey, we love this book. Where's the next one? Ne- next one? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I don't have that. But I knew because of the books that I write and just from my reading experience, kind of what that cadence should be. And I'm like, okay, well, if this comes out now that I really need to get another one out fairly quickly because right. readers are voracious and, you know, other authors who are writing full length, they're making movies. I write novellas. So I'm making Netflix series. Yeah. And yeah. they want the next episode. Right. They want to binge. Yeah. They want that next episode. So I got to get going. So I wrote um, the next book in the series, um, which is Don't Date Your Roommate. And that came out. And 
people liked it and they're like, okay, where's the next one? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Like mild panic. Um, And then I just kept going and I think I just did my 18th book last month. So in just over two years, I've, I've put out 18, which to me is a lot. I know for some people who do novellas, that's not a lot. Like that's a lot. That's a lot. I have a daytime mm-hmm. job and I'm a single mama and I haven't slept in two years. That's a lot. That's a right. Lot. Well, I mean, that's what a book every uh, 45 to 60 days that you're yeah. posting. Yeah. Yeah. But you're, but you're novella. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's listed less than, less than 200 pages, which some people will go, Oh, that's mm-hmm. nothing. It's like, okay, well you sit down and write a chapter and then we'll talk. But I mean, it's, it's one of those things that's still a lot of work. Like you're talking about editing, you got to get the cover right. You got to get, I mean, Yes. There's, there's just, and romance writer, romance readers are voracious. Like they have done studies, and romance writers buy anywhere from four to eight books a month. Where you look at, you know, I mean, you look at mystery or thrillers. It's maybe one, maybe two books a month. Um, right. And grant, the price, the price difference is there. I get it, but still, you got to sit down and read the book. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You're feeding a habit for sure, which is a good habit. Literacy is good, right? Yes, it is. And I'm glad that people are reading and I'm glad that they, you know, our books expose them to different things that they may not Mm -hmm. experience in their own life. And, you know, even if they're a shorter book, as you said, all the same work is required (laughs) to put a book out as for any other book. It's still the same work. Um, that we're doing every, you know, 45 days. But I love that um, with the books, I have the opportunity to expose people to different things that they would maybe not have heard of or maybe not have understood or didn't know. Um, You know, with the characters, you give your readers a chance to see something differently and that's really right. what I wanted to do, not only to entertain them with, you know, a good story, but also, you know, share some different things, give some different perspectives. And oh, I, sure. my favorite thing is when they, you know, tell me, like, you know, I never thought about this that way or, mm-hmm. you know, this, this I relate to this so much because this happens to me. And mm-hmm. that, that's a wonderful feeling. Oh, for sure. And, you know, there's always going to be critics of of romance because I don't know why. Maybe it's because it's a female-dominated industry. I have no idea. But um, it's it's this idea of, oh, they're not very deep. And I'm like, okay, but you've obviously not read of too many because they talk, you know, romance novels tackle a lot of different things. I mean, you can have everything from, like you're saying, you know, everybody looks the same, but you can also have, you know, foster adoption, you can have cancer, dealing with things like Alzheimer's or uh, cancer recovery or, you know, uh, being a single parent or, um, you know, how people have racism and, and xenophobia. I mean, just just like everything, yes. uh, domestic violence. I mean, there's just <clears throat> a lot of things. And um, it's, it's amazing how I think people learn more when it's done really beautifully and a great story than if they sat in a lecture about that specific thing. Um, Absolutely. Because it's kind of like, you know, okay, so anybody that looks at Elise's Facebook page, she has this, 
she made crab cakes last night with remoulade sauce, and I immediately texted her and said, I need your recipe. So she was very gracious <laughs> and sent it. So I will not be sharing. It's her recipe to share. So, um, But I'm sitting there, and it's like people see it from that, you know, oh, this is how you would make that, or this is how you would do this, or this is how, I mean, it's like just having that different perspective, even like food. Oh, you make it like that? Oh, I never thought about it that way, you know? I mean, it's all mixed in there. It's all layered. Yes, and that's what I love because, like you said, if I went to a lecture, not everyone's going to receive that type of information. I could sit there, but I'm not really listening. Sure. I'm not really paying attention. Right. But if you can tell it in a story where somebody can connect with what they're reading, they are going to comprehend that way better than they would from a lecture or a classroom or even reading a news article. It's, you know, you're, you're helping them to see that this is a real-life example or fictional life example of, like, sure. oh, I get it now, and it mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it does help so many people um, because romance books, <laughs> I, I, the people who are so critical of the romance industry, I guarantee have not read a romance book. Oh, for sure, for sure. At least not one that's been published in the last 20 years. Right. And it's been, you know, there are some groups out there and there are some author groups. And it's interesting to be, you know, because it's kind of a mix, right? It's all authors. And it's Mm -hmm. always interesting when somebody posts a comment or question and you can just see the the feedback is different when it's for romance. Yeah, like, oh, well, you're a romance writer, so it's not really the same. I'm I'm still a writer. Yeah, like your your opinion's not valid. Right. 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 Yeah. I know. It's funny. (laughs) So I follow Dolly Parton on social media because why wouldn't anybody follow Dolly Parton on social media? And so she is a saint here. She is fantastic. So, yeah, like you're right in Dolly Central. Um, That's right. <laughs> she, you know, Little Nas did a, a version of Jolene, and um, it was haunting and beautiful and everything else. And she commented about how much she liked it. And then people were coming on, going, "Oh, I don't think it's that great. I don't think you're right." And people were, and then people were saying, "Think about how arrogant you have to be to come on her feed with a song she wrote and has performed however many millions of times to tell her." that she's wrong about her song. Right. <laughs> it's like, wow. <laughs> so it's the same kind of thing, you know? Oh, it's different from my opinion, therefore it's like, no, it doesn't. It's just your opinion. So, right. oh, my God. Yeah. Did you want to write uh, saucy, sexy romances from the beginning, or was that something that you, while you were writing, you went, oh, you know what? This really, the heat level really does need to be high. So I um, I love extra spicy books, I, and yeah. th- I a lot of my friends struggle to write those scenes. Those are the easiest mm-hmm. for me. Okay. And when I first started writing, I really wasn't sure because I hadn't read a lot of super spicy books, so I wasn't quite sure. Um, I knew I wanted to add more spice than what I had been reading. But I also mm-hmm. wanted to 
be careful not to like alienate other people who are like, ooh, that's too much. <laughs> that's too much for me. Um, so sure. I kind of had to okay. find my. I had to find my people. I had to find where there. I'm. Are there other people like you know that are? And so we always kind of test the waters. Like with each book that mm-hmm. I do, I'm like, let's try this. Let's see what they think about this. Okay, let's add a little bit mm-hmm. of this. And um, because I, what I love is for. Um, I want people to be who they are and not feel shame or judgment. This is your life. I want yeah. real characters who are just like you and me, who experience things. And I'm like, why do we not put this in books? Why do we mm-hmm. not have women who live lives like this and get to experience this? Because it does happen. But we oh, make yeah. it seem like they can't have that. I'm like, why not? Yes, you can. I have it. You have it. We can get, yes, we can do this. Let's do this. Of course. And yeah. So I wanted to write these books that, and this is where it got too funny. Um, I had done a live on TikTok and uh, with some other author friends. And like, so how do you research all of these? I'm like, oh, no, it's not research. That's experience. <laughs> 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 oh, sorry, that's. I, I know that wasn't research because to your point, your question, um, you know, did you plan to write it? So did you have to, you know, get in from it to be, no, no, that's why they're so easy for me. Right. Well, it's but I want to share that with people. Yeah. I remember one time, so I had a friend of mine, she'd read a couple of my books and she, she just sat there and just stone faced, looked at me and went, you must have the most amazing sex life. <laughs> Yeah, I just put it all on paper. My <laughs> husband's so excited about that. It's like, why would I ever admit this, you know, to anyone else? I mean, it's like, in, in a way, it's not like I'm inviting anybody in, but it's like, this is a healthy yeah. version of what sex should be between two consenting adults. I don't understand why, yeah. you know, yes, to your question, but still, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's okay to say certain things during the throes of it all because, it gets you both excited. Sure, why not? You know, I mean, why not? Right. I want, that was one of the big things is there's nothing wrong. There's nothing to be ashamed about. This is healthy. These are yeah. healthy things and it is okay. And I think so many people, and it, so I went to get my oil changed not that long ago. I knew I was going to be there for just a few minutes. So I had my laptop out and I'm editing and the guy rings me up, and um, we started talking. He's like, oh, I write books, too. I was like, oh, wow, that's awesome. And he writes children's books. I'm like, oh, okay, that's very different. Well, I write romance books. And he's like, oh, oh. So I kind of tried really hard not to roll my eyes at that. And then I was like, well, you know, they're 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 pretty good. I mean, I like them. They're on Amazon, and you know, people are buying them, so I'm not too mad about it. And uh, yeah, like, but they're a little spicy. And he was like, "Oh, they're spicy." And he's like, "That that only belongs in one place." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" And he gave me he like literally said out loud his home address. He's like, "That's the only place that's allowed to be." I'm like, "Oh, what a sad life." <laughs> and I I'm like, "This is exactly why I do what I do because." There are people in this world who want to shame people, you know. No, mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. perfectly fine for you to, if you're 
out and you're flirting with your significant other, that's fine. You don't have to keep that at home. (laughs) It's normal. Well, and you you and I, yeah, and you and I both know that's all a piety thing. You know, it's like, and and it's such a confusing message. It's such a confusing message for women, especially young women, because it's this grow up quickly. So, but then don't be too sexy. Don't wear this, but you got to wear, it's just like, it's so confusing. And, you know, I talk to my girls a lot about this and I'm like, look, the, you know, you have to embrace who you are on, on just a very, you know, just a very generic level. And then whoever loves you and appreciates you will, you know, appreciate you. Right. So, but yeah, just all of these different messages and I I feel for a lot of these girls, I mean, I worked in the emergency room for years and and I would talk to different doctors and I mean, it was not unusual to have a woman come in and say she had no idea she was pregnant, um, didn't understand Mm -hmm. how she got pregnant. Um, Or um, they, they, um, they would call body parts these weird names. It's like, I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. You know, can you just say this? Um, and, yeah. uh, it's weird. It's very weird. I think to not even say just the name, just say it. It's, it's just an anatomy. Right. It's because it is. we have made them feel like that's a bad, it's, it's no, that is the actual technical term. There's nothing yeah. that is not a bad. And my daughter is seven and it, okay. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cute cause she can't quite pronounce it. So I try not to laugh cause it just sounds so cute when she says it. Right. But right. we say the real word because mm-hmm. there's nothing to be ashamed about. This is, this is what they're called. These are the body parts and mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. And, um, you know, last year she went to a, a summer camp and she wanted a swimsuit like mommy's. And so we both had little matching tankinis and it, barely showed any of her belly but she went to summer camp and they had splash day and we got a message home that was you know could you please send a swimsuit that's appropriate I'm like what and I'm like what do you mean oh my gosh like it barely showed just you know her belly but just tiny little bit I'm like but it was appropriate I got it from the kids section at Target like it, it, yeah it, I assure you it's appropriate there's no well, they made it sound like I had yeah. her in some kind of string bikini. She's seven, for heaven's sakes. And right, and even if you did, were, she's seven. <laughs> Why are you right. going there? She's seven. So my, I instantly, you know, I wrote a note back and I said, you know, it isn't the kids who are, who are sexualizing my daughter or anything like that. It's the adults. You yeah. have the problem with it. I guarantee you none of the other seven-year-olds in her group had any problem with it quite honestly a two-piece is easier for her to go to the bathroom in a wet swimsuit right. yes so exactly. this is why we prefer to do it this way so when it's like mom I gotta go I'm like okay I don't have to pull you know it's just and I just thought this is ridiculous now you're making my daughter mm-hmm. feel ashamed and mm-hmm. she shouldn't feel any kind of shame and it starts so early, and we get yeah. we get these young girls so confused about their bodies. Don't show your body. Don't you? There's it's just a body. It's right. just there's nothing. There's nothing. It's it's your body. There's nothing to be ashamed of. There's nothing to hide. There, right. This and is I, crazy. I think you, what's confusing for parents who are rational, like we're both rational people, is trying to explain to them the message that other people 
will try to explain to the girls how to avoid other yes. people's messages. And so they're looking at us like, you, of course, you've, um, you've, um, you've, you've told me this, Mom, to accept my body as it is, but now you're telling me this. It's like, okay, I know, and I understand your confusion, but can you know, understand what I'm trying to say. And, and it's just it's frustrating yeah. as a parent. Um, I remember picking up my daughter from pre-K. She got off the bus, and the bus driver, the assistant, or the aide on the bus, she looks at the bus driver and she's like, are you going to tell her? And the bus driver just she just rolls her eyes like, oh, okay. So she, she gets off the bus. My daughter's never had issues. And she's like, okay, well, we had an issue on the bus today. I said, okay, what? And she said, well, your daughter said um, my dad has a penis and my brother has a penis. And I said, they do. Right. The bus, driver looked, the bus driver looked at me and she goes, I know, but, and she turns behind her, and that aide has now disappeared into the shadows of the bus. Like, oh my God. She's hiding. So, it's like so absurd. It's like four year old. And, and she says, well, you know, we just don't want other kids hearing it. And it's like, look, if that's the worst thing you hear on the bus today, I'm thinking call it a win, right? So, right. Um, <laughs> I mean, she could have said the F word. <laughs> right. Oh, There's so many other things she could have said, right? So, yeah, so I end up calling the, the principal, and she's like, okay, we'll call, you know, this person. And I call that person, and I tell her what happened, and I hear this, <laughs> okay, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to laugh. So what happened next? I said, that's it. And, he, and she says, what? <laughs> Why are you calling me? I'm like, because this right. doesn't weird. Like, now you're getting weird. And part of the stressor on my end is we had adopted our kids two of our kids from foster care. This is one of our children. And so I didn't want anybody reporting us for something. And it's just like, this is absurd that I have to do this, that I have to go this far to protect my kids from someone who's got some weird, you know, 17th century mindset about what my kids should be and do. And so it's just, it was, it was, it's hard to, so I love the fact that, there are books out there that are telling women to just embrace the sexual creatures that they are, like your book, and to just own it. Just own it. Yes, that is I, – I want women, I want everyone to feel – it is perfectly okay. Like what you like. You know, we don't yuck anyone else's yum. We do all kinds mm-hmm. of things. It's this particular – so I try to incorporate different things in different books mm-hmm. just to, you know, expose people to different things they may not have known about. Um, if you don't like this one, that's okay. You know what? Yeah. I got another one. I promise you. Pick another book boyfriend. I got him. Just go mm-hmm. ahead. Mm-hmm. There's another one for you. Um, you know, I my most popular book, which really surprised me, was, um, well, one of my most popular ones, is my Christmas book. And it's because mm-hmm. I really think, um, one, it's a he's a really awesome book boyfriend, but um, – it is because of, it's a Shabari book. So it's a rope okay. book. And, and so explain people, what I have gotten. So, yes, I have gotten so many, like, questions, you know, people are just like, oh, I need to know more. Where can I learn more? And so it is, it's, a, it's Japanese bondage, rope bondage. And Shabari and Kimbaku, which is just beautiful, you're making art with the rope. You're mm-hmm. not just 
tying up your partner. Yes, we can. Yes, I can hog tie you if you want me to. But it's just really <laughs> if you're more, into that, we got it. <laughs> right? We, we can do that too. But it, the shibari is you're making these really pretty intricate knots and designs, and it's it's an old Japanese art form um, that they would use, and it's still you know it's beautiful. Um, to watch some of these artists and these content creators make these, I mean, different heart, like chest harnesses, body harnesses, um, all kinds of just, it's artwork. It is artwork. And not mm-hmm. only that, yes, there it is restraint and um, suspension with it. There's different kinds of rope, but it, it's just very beautiful. But the one thing... I think that people like so much about it, not just the rope piece, that's very interesting, but um, when you're doing a scene with Shivari, it takes time, right, because I'm now mm-hmm. having to do all these intricate knots and patterns, so it takes some time, but that allows for more intimacy between the two partners, Right. and I had a lot of people who were interested in learning more so that they could be engaged in an activity with their partner, but having that intimacy, because there's, while, while if you're the model or rope bunny, as we call them, mm-hmm. if you okay. are a model, you're just, you are, you're kind of at the mercy of the person who is, is tying. So mm-hmm. you're being still, but you're experiencing. So it's not like you're just standing there bored. Um, you are experiencing this person who is touching you. They're talking to you. There's, it's just like an hour long of touch, and it's just building up all this tension while you're just anticipating, like, be done already. Let's get to that. Yeah. And it's, it's beautiful, and it's fun. Um, and so I talk kind of all through that in that Christmas book. It's called Tangled in Tinsel, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, cover, by the way. people loved it. <laughs> right? Because it, it, that cover is just so tastefully trashy. I love that cover. <laughs> <laughs> and it's tastefully trashy. I, just, I, I will be using that it, in the future. <laughs> Yes, when I was designing my website, the designer was like, well, how would you describe your style? I was like, you know, I am from the South. And I, what I told her, I said, do you know Dolly Parton? And she's like, well, yeah, I'm familiar. It's like, well, it's not just familiar here in these parts, okay? Yeah. Dolly is, is a saint here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, mm-hmm. Dolly is, um, like, we, I'm very, very close. To, I'm maybe 30 minutes away, 45 minutes away from, like, Dollywood. Like, Dolly's right. everything here. They said, so when you live in these parts, we expect certain things about you. And, and we're just, we're tastefully trashy. That's what we are. <laughs> there is a whole southern thing that it's just, we're, we're tastefully trashy. Because you've got to have a little bit of trash. That's just how it is down here. Um, yeah. But it's tasteful. <laughs> it's still tasteful. We're, you know, we're not just. Trashy, trashy. We're right. trashy. Hot Waffle House. We're not going straight on Waffle House here. Yeah. Right. We're not quite there. We're not quite there yet. Maybe the IHOP. No, you're very you're not many, many levels away. Right. So it's not quite. So when it comes to like my cover, because I am Team Manchester. 
one hundred percent. I will die on that hill. Um, I know lots of people are like, oh, we want to do discrete covers. I'm like, I am not going to be shamed for the books I read. You look at this man's chest while I sit here in the carpool line because right. I am reading it. Right. And, and no I, that, there's been a lot of discussion about that because there's been so many covers of these beautiful, you know, graphic covers in the sense of they've been drawn and they've really vivid um, colors in them and, and everything. And like rom-coms and such, but then people aren't sure of the heat level. So it right. can be like way smutty or nothing. And so covers like yours, it's like, well, there it is. We already know. So you know what you're getting. Exactly. There will be no confusion. When you see that cover, you know exactly what's in that book. And I want it that <laughs> way. I don't want to confuse readers. Because right, if, you're, if you're here, if you've made it to Smutlandia, then you know exactly what you've come for. And That's so right. come on in. We have it here. Yeah. You are safe here. There is no shame, no judgment. Come on in. But we proudly we proudly display our smut. I love it. No shame, no judgment. Welcome to Smutlandia. I love it. Yes. Well, yes. Elise, I so appreciate you today. I think we could probably talk for many, many hours. So <laughs> you always have an open invite to come right back. And we can talk many much more about Manchester and being in Smutlandia and all that stuff. I would love it. I would enjoy it. This has been wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. I am so grateful. Absolutely. So for anybody, everybody's listening, this is Elise Kelly. She, you spell her last name, E-L-Y-S-E Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y. And if you're looking for her, she's on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Goodreads, all those places, and I've got all the links in the right above the show. And please go grab some of her books, um, Tangled in Tinsel. You could start with that. Uh, but she has got a ton of stuff on um, Amazon. You can also order print books and sign copies from her website. So you can check that out as well. But you should sign up for her newsletter because you get a free novella when you do that. So check that out. But she's got the Magnolia Springs series. She's got Dad Bod series. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff going down. So for anybody who's listening, this has been Patricia W. Fisher with Readers Entertainment Radio. Everybody, keep on reading. This show brought to you by Circle of Seven Productions, www.cosproductions.com. Please be sure to subscribe and welcome to our circle.